0: Okay, Boker tov, everybody. So we are continuing with teshuva, restoring life, and uh, we're going to move on to chapter ten, which is about something that's very relevant, especially this time of the year, called vidui, confession. And the chapter is called vidui, eliminating evil. Vidui, eliminating evil. So so far we've been talking about developing a relationship with Torah, the concept of amira and the the sweetness of the Torah, the connection to the mitzvot that's created through our study of them. And we also discussed when it comes to working on character. There's a different type of shikul uh, hadat, different type of logical reasoning, different type of uh, thought process that that exists that helps us in uh, fixing those midot, and it creates a sort of a similar awareness that we're trying to create through Torah study, through that uh, type of fixing the midot. So he says. The essential work that we've been trying to accomplish right now so far has been uh, purifying ourselves of the Tumah, the spiritual impurity that results from our avirot. We're trying to restore our relationship. So he says the following. He says that developing a relationship with the Torah cannot by itself drain our negative drives of their persuasive appeal. They remain very much an integral part of who we are. The removal of Ra and Tumah will not automatically come about through the establishment of Tov. Good. So far we've been talking about all the good that we've been creating, the connection, the, the restoring of relationship, the, the feelings that are created that connect us back to Hashem, and to the Torah, and to the mitzvot, etc., 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 which are all extremely, extremely important. So but he says, however, that's not enough to completely remove the Ra, completely uproot the evil. There's one more step that is required to complete the work of Teshuvah, and to eliminate our underlying negative will and desires that give rise to. What is that step? That step is called vidui confession. And he says that the vidui can restore the soul steeped in a defiled bachet to its original state of Kiddushah. So we've already established, we've already discussed establishing the Amirah, the connection, the, the beauty of connection, the connection to the mitzvah, connection to Hashem. But we haven't fully, fully been able to get rid of the Ra, the evil that may be steeped within an, within an individual, and to be able to uh, go back to the original state of kedusha. So he quotes a, a section of Nefesh HaChaim here, which I will not read because it's uh, it's quite abstract. I'll read you maybe one sentence because he says that by confessing uh, the words of truth from the depth of his heart, moving his lips, he creates an awakening through the sound of his words that reaches up to the highest of. Height. So it's through the sound, through the words, something within the person that creates an extra measure of Kiddushah to be drawn back from Hashem. So let's see what's going on here. What's going on here? So he says, let's look at the Vidu'i. What is the Vidu'i? How does it work? How do we usually relate to Vidu'i? And perhaps by shifting the way we relate to the Vidu'i, we can put ourselves in a better situation to help ourselves rid ourselves of the Tum'ah. So he says, there's a basic problem with the way in which we tend to confess our averot. Our mode of confession has a basic problem. He says vidui should be said out of true anguish over the averot we have committed. It should be animated by a palpable sense of the great damage they have inflicted. That's what we should be feeling at the time of vidui. Ashamnu, bagadnu, gazalnu. We should be feeling that look at what I've destroyed, look at what I've what, what, what have I what have I brought onto the world onto myself through my actions that's what we really should be feeling at the time of the vidui and then that pushes us and encourages us to do teshuvah that's what we should that's what we should be doing so he says however for many of us vidui comes from a different source we're yearning we're aspiring to become better people when we confess our aveirot we generally do so out of the uncomfortable realization that this aspiration has not been fulfilled. Meaning we realize, I could have been great, I could have done so much more, I could have become so much greater, and I wasn't and I didn't. That's what we're normally feeling, that's what we're normally thinking when we do the vidui. But as uncomfortable as this realization may be, he says, it is far too intangible to provide the basis for genuine life change. The idea of what I could have been, what I should have been, but what I wasn't, that's not enough to create genuine life change. Teshuvah cannot be built on aspiration, on the regret over what we are not or what does not exist, because it is too abstract to cause us genuine pain and distress. If Vidu is about really feeling pained by our actions, the fact that our actions are a reflection, or let's say our lack of certain actions or our certain actions that we did do, are a reflection of our loss of potential of what we could have become, that's not enough to create that pain and distress that we need for effective vidui, And then, without these emotions, we won't have sufficient motivation to carry out teshuva. Our regret must be based on the concrete and tangible and what we actually have done on that which exists. Only this can generate the appropriate painful emotions and with them the burning desire to eliminate the wrath. Meaning, if I feel pain because of the ra that I've created, so then I'm going to feel a drive, a burning need so remove that ra, that's what I'm going to feel. But the problem is, so what? Okay, good, so do it. So the problem is, as long as we are steeped in our Averot, we are in a sense blinded by them. We don't have a clear sense of how deeply bad they are, so that it becomes very difficult to engage in a true, painful, and powerful vidui. If we're still in the Averot, we're still, con- we're still connected to them, so therefore we can't really feel the pain of them because they're, they're part of our lives. It's very hard to feel something that so, I so much identify with. That's what we spoke about a lot in the beginning of the Sefer. How we very often identify with the Ra, identify with the Yitzhah identify with our desires. So when we identify with that, it's who I am, it's very hard to feel the true pain of the Ra, the true pain of that which has to be removed within a person. Okay, so there's Hashem in the next shiur. We'll talk about how this whole approach that we've developed until now is really a key to be able to get past this issue and to be able to do Vidui, true Vidui in the proper way. Have a wonderful day everybody. Call to